From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Cedric Granger. Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Today is a Tuesday, November 21st, the day, or I should say Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving, and it's really exciting. We're getting into that Thanksgiving season. A lot of people heading home. We have my friend Carl Blaylock, sports fan host, heading back to Northwest Ohio. We had Ethan Sargent going back to New York, so it's really great to get into that holiday sort of mood. But we still got one more sports fan here before we go into our break. And this one is an extra special one as I am not alone in the studio. I am joined by a special guest coming directly from the Ohio Bobcats football practice, making his way to the studio on Columbus Road. We have our graduate senior captain of the Ohio Bobcats starting linebacker, Bryce Houston. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to talk to you guys. I'm excited. Yeah, it should be a great show. We're going to go and talk a little bit about just your football career as a whole. Then we'll move on to talk a little bit about some of the work that you've done off the field. Then we're going to transition into the connections on campus that you've had as a student throughout your time at OU. And then lastly, we'll preview the upcoming game against Akron coming up this Friday, a pivotal MAC matchup and what might be ahead in terms of bowl game opportunities. Uh, But we'll get started here by just talking a little bit about your football career. For those who don't know, Bryce Houston, number 32 uh, on the football field. You've seen him leading the Bobcats for many, many years. Bryce, uh, what was your first year here at OU? Yeah, my first year I graduated high school in 2018. I got here in 2019, and uh, it's been great ever since. I've been super grateful to be here. Yeah, I mean, you started off 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and now into 2023. So you've had a long football career, but it's been great. And this is your third year as a team captain. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be a captain of this team, and what ways have you grown as a leader? Yeah, I mean, I would just say as far as just being a team captain, it's just a representation of, you know, the people that have been here, the people that I've worked with, and, you know, just always understanding that people are always going to be looking at you and to be able to lead by example. Uh, And, you know, to be a team captain, that just means everything to me. I love the program. I love the people that surround myself in the program, and I'm just super happy to be able to affect these people. Yeah, it's great. I mean, not only do you guys get to go out there for the coin toss, but just the leadership throughout all of the off season. You've gotten to be a part of this team for many different off seasons. You've gotten to see multiple different coaching staffs as well throughout your time. What's really been the biggest takeaway uh, from your time as a football player at OU? Yeah, I would just say uh, as far as just the relationships that I was able to build with a lot of the coaching staff as well as the players, just the people that I was able to meet and the people that I was able to get affected by at the program, I'll never be able to take that away. And those people will have a lasting effect on how I'd be able to move today. 
Yeah, and we can see some of those relationships on the field. One of the biggest connections we see is you and Key Thompson. It mm-hmm. seems like you guys are just a great fit for each other, and you guys have been fantastic as the linebacking core for the Bobcats this year. Uh, could you describe to me a little bit about your connection with yeah. Key? Yeah, uh, we came in together. Uh, we actually had our first official visit together here at Ohio University when we were in high school. We were roommates together. Uh, we played together. That's just my brother. That's my man. I'm super happy to be playing with him, and I'm super excited to see what we both can do moving on. Yeah, I think uh, one thing that stands out to me, I'm the on-field MC for football, so I always get to see that 45-minute to an hour period before games start where the, I get to see prospective students getting to visit and see the athletic program, everybody wearing their varsity jacket mm-hmm. for their specific high school. I know in your case, only Tangi Orange, uh, but for everybody's different schools that are out there, it's kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the visiting day program like? I'm sure a lot of uh, people here in Athens are curious about what that experience is like being recruited. Yeah, you know, I would just say, you know, it's always a nerve-wracking experience. You don't understand really what you're going into. You're a young, a naive student, naive young uh, man, and you understand that, you know, this is just an amazing opportunity to be able to even be on this field, be able to be able to watch these students, to be able to watch these athletes, be able to play. And, you know, it's just an amazing opportunity just to be able to be out there, you know, be able to put the pads on and understand that people in high school are looking up to me the same way I used to look up to others. And then moving on, I know that you've had the experience of getting to play under multiple coaches, uh, now most recently getting to play for Coach Albin. What's his coaching style like? Yeah, you know, he's a loving man. Uh, He's a hugger, more of a yeller. Uh, I would definitely say that that's that's one of the greatest men I've ever been around. And as far as, you know, teaching you qualities of outside of the football field, that's something that he's really, really passionate on. As far as, you know, he won't even let you play if you miss study hall hours or things like that. Those little things like that can make you a better man. See, that's the right priorities right there, too, just being able to make sure that you guys all develop not only as football players and trying to get wins on the field, but also so you guys can get wins off the field as well. That's something we'll hit on a little bit later in the show. Uh, But also, there's a whole big coaching staff. You look at the entire coaching list, there's so many assistants, so many individual position coaches. Mm -hmm. Is there a specific coach that you have a great relationship with and has really helped you to develop into the young man that you are today? I mean, yeah, I would first start with Coach Fonda. Uh, he's my own position coach, linebacker coach, and he actually was a GA when I was a freshman. So we were able to actually be in this whole process together. He was learning as I was learning, and he's really helped me and Key both become better men, as well as Coach Nowinski, the defensive coordinator. He really helps us break the fire. And only being with him for only two years, it just means like it feels like I've been with him forever. So it's amazing to be able to be with those two men. Yeah, and the defense, I mean, they really take a lot of those principles of the passion, the energy, the spirit, because this season, it's just really, every time I watch the Bobcats, your guys' defense has been the anchor this season. Top 10 in the country in many statistical categories. What's really clicked this year compared to some of the other years? Yeah, you know, it's just, the I would say the leadership. Uh, of course, I'm always going to say me and Key were able to have a good uh, influence on that. As well as Coach Nowinski, he was able to bring in a different type of fire, different type of attitude. Coach Albin has done a great job with, you know, being able to build the team, making us to be together. The camaraderie is really there, and I really it's really making us be successful. Really happy. That's right. Eight and three season for the Bobcats defense with a lot of great performances. One of the most notable, the Iowa State game, holding a Power 5 team like that uh, to just seven points in that matchup, a 10 to 7 victory. And it's just been impressive to watch all throughout the season, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that also is important about being a player at Ohio is really what it means to be a Bobcat. There's mm-hmm. lots of different ways that athletes will take this question in different directions. I want to know what direction you take. What does it mean to be a Bobcat? 
you know, it just means that, you know, you bleed green through and through, first of all, always. And we're a resilient group, you know, Ohio University students, I would say we're tough kids, we're smart dudes, we're smart people. Um, and as well as, you know, we're very resilient. Uh, we always understand that stuff's not going to go our way. Stuff's not always going to be, you know, always perfect, but we're going to make the best out of it. And I understand the, the Bobcat way is the best way. That's what I think of. Yeah, and uh, would you want to give any examples of times where you've really had to show resilience, whether it's this season or maybe in the past? Yeah, yeah uh, you know, I could start when I was young in football. Um, I was first starting here in my freshman year, and I tore my ACL. Uh, and that was the second time I actually tore my ACL. I tore my right one in high school my senior year coming into college. And then my redshirt freshman year, I actually tore my left one. So, I mean, it was just a really tough time. It was hard, of course. And, you know, seeing all your teammates, seeing all your friends out go out there and be successful, it's always like – you know, always wants you to be able to do with things like that, but always understanding that those not, that's not your path right now, and understanding that, you know, my time will come, and you know, the resilient bobcat, we're gonna just keep pushing, and behind the scenes, we're gonna keep working, and eventually, what happens in the dark will show in the light. So that's what I believe. That's right, and you've gotten to see that come up the entire time, and keeping that positive mentality has really netted you a lot of success. That's really impressive. I know injuries is something that a lot of players go through, but to deal with an ACL injury not just once but twice, that is really hard to overcome. Um, In those moments when things were just really dark, who are the people in your life that helped you to stay positive, even just outside of your teammates? Yeah, you know, it first starts with my parents, mom and dad. They're always the ones helping me boost, you know, always helping me encourage myself, uh, as well as having mentors here in the program. And, you know, really just a lot of people as far as, you know, Ohio University community, that family truly is a really helpful family. And we're always able to help each other. And I'm just completely grateful for everybody, not even on the football team, just all around the community. And now looking back in the past, before you uh, made your way to Ohio University, you were at Olentangy Orange. That's a school I'm pretty familiar with. That's up in Columbus. I know Max Prunky also very familiar uh, with Olentangy Orange, one of our other uh, guest um, broadcasters that we've had on different shows, host of Football Friday Kickoff and Football Friday Night alongside Ethan Sargent, Olentangy Orange, one of the better football programs in Central Ohio and that whole community around uh, Lewis Center um, in that area. It's just a special place to grow up. Could you describe uh, what it's like growing up in that area? Yeah, you know, I would just say, you know, as far as great people, great community, um, I would just say I'm just extremely blessed and I was super grateful to be able even to grow up in that area. Um, not a lot of people were able to actually go play football uh, at a collegiate level. I'm actually the first Division I football player ever to come out of Orange. So it's just crazy to think about how it all works for a circle. But just as far as that community, the Ohio University and you know, Columbus, Ohio, that they've just, they really are connected kind of in a way. They always, you know, rely on each other. Um, I would say they're helpful and always wanted to help the others be better than they are. Yeah, and you got to be an example, too, for your community because mm-hmm. not only after you got the chance to come to OU and earn that scholarship to play Division One, Zach Harrison, mm-hmm. Ohio State Buckeye, ended up getting a scholarship as well to play after. for the Buckeyes. And it's just great to be able to see that lineage. Uh, what does it mean for you to be able to see other people from your school be successful, too? You know, it's amazing. Uh, I love to always be the one to pay the path. Uh, I always feel like I'm more of a leader than a follower. So I always thought that I'd be the one to always knock the door down and I'll let others follow me. And I'm just super grateful that was able to happen. And I hope that more Orange students are able to come out and be more successful. Yeah, it's kind of a fitting name now, Olentangy Orange there, nicknamed the Pioneers, and in a way you kind of got the Pioneer, mm-hmm. the opportunity to play at a Division One school yourself, Bryce. I think that's really resonative for that. Now, looking back 
in the past. We're going to switch that to looking towards the future, mm-hmm. uh, with this being the final year uh, with you as a Bobcat getting ready to graduate not only your uh, regular degree, but also now your graduate degree as well, too. What's next for you? Yeah, you know, um, as far as next steps, uh, I'm thinking about I'm moving on to my new app. It's called Curfew. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but I'm super excited about it. That's going to be my next things moving forward as far as, far as that. And uh, moving on to my MBA, following my MBA, we'll see what happens. That's right. Uh, any plans to continue playing football as well after OU? Of course. You know, I always dream is the NFL. I'm going to continue to push my passions, and we're going to try to move to the NFL, and we're going to do what we can do. And I'm super excited to see what that moves forward. That's right. Many successful Bobcats um, in the NFL, even just off the top of my head. I know Kai Caesar getting a chance with the Ravens and the Nathan Rourke chance with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. So you really never know what's ahead. Definitely some opportunities going forward. But we'll take our first break. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Ooh, handsome stranger. Why not both? I wanna be free. Pluto TV has channels solely dedicated to love with all your rom-com favorites, like She's All That, Clueless, Last Holiday, and more. It's TV the way it should be, free and easy. I wanna be free. So choose love and download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. I wanna be free. Pluto TV. Stream now, pay never. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. I wanna be free. Are you stuck scrolling endlessly looking for a good sci-fi show? Step away from the algorithm and discover a whole world of TV programmed by humans with Pluto TV. Star Trek The Next Generation, Godzilla, Farscape, Charmed, and The Twilight Zone. All for free. I want to be free. It's TV the way it should be. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Honey, can you swing by the post office and grab some stamps? Done. And drop off these packages? Sure thing, honey. Oh, and get the tracking info. Got it. But you haven't moved. I know. How great is that? This holiday season, the Postal Service is closer than ever with convenient ship-from-home services like label printing, free package pickup, and delivery notifications. You can send more holiday joy from the comfort of home. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Ship from home at usps.com slash holiday joy. The Cool Spot Country Market, State Route 7 in Tupper's Plains, home of the daily hot case menu featuring an assortment of mouth-watering home-cooked favorites. The Cool Spot Country Market Bakery, your source of freshly baked confections like donuts, cakes, and pies. The Cool Spot Country Market Deli, with freshly sliced quality lunch meats and cheeses. Order a platter today for your next party or gathering. The Cool Spot Country Market, 41670 State Route 7 in Tupper's Plains, 740-846-0000. What does Holzer mean to me? It's home. It's opportunity. It's community. It's a place where coworkers are friends and friends become family. It's a place that supports my community. 
and a place where I know I can make a difference. Discover your opportunities right here at Holzer. Think Holzer first. Welcome back to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Cedric Granger joined by Bobcat linebacker Bryce Houston. And in the first segment of the show, we got to talk a little bit about Bryce's football background and his connection with a lot of players on the team and some of the things that he had to overcome throughout his career to get to the point of success that he is right now. Now we're going to move on to some of the work that you've gotten to do off the field. Right now, you're rocking a t-shirt that is a great color. I love the logo for it too, a little black and gold. And it's titled Curfew, Good Eats, No Receipts. What is Curfew, Bryce? Yeah, you know, Curfew is an app that allows restaurants, banquets, events, anything like that to offload their access food to users after, after hours at a marginal cost, if not discount for free. Uh, this is basically to alleviate, alleviate food hunger and be able to reduce food waste in Athens, Ohio. Yeah, food insecurity, that's something that is a big issue, not only around uh, Athens, Ohio, but also just Southeast Ohio in general. I know that the Joe Burrow Foundation locally, that's an area that or a group that's aiming to combat food insecurity um, on a full level of the entire community. Is there like a specific group that curfew aims to serve to? Yeah, uh, we basically we serve to students. Uh, that's what basically our marketing range is. We're going to students and we're hopefully planning to all alleviate all food hunger within students and student body organizations within colleges. That's basically where we're looking at right now. So this is a fantastic idea. I already love this a lot. And from talking with you about a week and a half ago, I was all for this idea. And we want to make sure to share it out with everybody. So describe to me a little bit about the influence for this idea. Yeah, uh, it all started. Uh, I'm a part of diversity, equity, inclusion. And we were speaking sometime about how we can have all this food that football players have, have the athletics, how we're able to get food and things like that, how all that food is just thrown away and given to waste and just completely abandoned, you know, once we're done with it. And we're always wondering if there's ever a way that we could able to give this food to students that are in need of it. And a light bulb popped in my head and I've really been just super passionate about this idea. And I really want to give students access to food that, you know, maybe they don't have. Yeah, from a personal standpoint, I find this very useful. As a student myself, um, if you don't have any sort of meal plan, which if you're not a freshman or not a sophomore, um, you now have to have one. In my case, I do not have one. If you also have a dorm that doesn't have a kitchen, which as an RA, uh, most dorms have kitchens, but there's a lot of them that are broken down, including the one at mine has been broken down for the last 11 or 12 weeks at this point. Uh, it really makes it difficult to make meals. You either have to go out and keep buying food, which gets really expensive, when you go out to eat that consistently or you just got to find yourself having microwavable meals which are not as sustainable as other sources of food so that makes it very difficult I know I'm not the only student that's dealing with this situation so I feel that your idea could really serve so many students and I think it is very important to have it here on campus now just to paint the picture a little bit better for all of our listeners uh, how would one student like let's say it's me I'm sitting there at seven o'clock mm -hmm at night or eight o'clock at night mm -hmm. getting ready for dinner and i open the curfew app what should i expect yeah uh what you would expect is you would get a notification say for example Krispy cream or chipotle Krispy cream for example sends a notification out when they're closed they say that they have two dozen donuts available for pickup 
because they're all about to throw these away. They're going to throw hundreds of donuts away. So they would put them in packages, put in a notification on this app via curfew, and students, for like you, you would get a notification saying that this food is available to get picked up, where it is, and how long you have to be able to pick it up. So therefore, you're able to pick it up within the time, and the a restaurant could close on time. Important. So what types of places would have food offerings for you? So what is it like a Chipotle? Is there a specific restaurants on campus to have it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chipotle, uh, you could do any type of uh, restaurant here on campus, here in the Athens community. Every single uh, restaurant is available. And I'm also working with Ohio University's, you know, land base to where we are working with other companies that are working with OU. And we're going to put this on and, you know, hopefully we're going to blow it up to be able to have every university and every uh, brick and mortar restaurant be working with curfew. Yeah. And what is meant when you say uh, brick and mortar restaurant? Yeah, I would just say any restaurant that is, you know, working any, um, you know, any restaurant that is able to be able to have food, to be able to give away all this stuff that making a purchase on food, uh, you're able to give that to students. And then Bryce, one thing that's super important, I believe, these days is making sure that any sort of app related to food caters to the many diets that are out there. There are a lot of people that are vegetarian, a lot of people that are vegan. For example, my stepmom, uh, she is vegan. Uh, there are a lot of people who do pescatarian lifestyles, uh, kosher lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, does your app have some sort of feature for that? Yes. Uh, actually, when you're creating your profile, you will actually do a user uh description of what you are of what you would like to eat what your preferences are if you're a vegetarian if you are a pescatarian if you're a vegan all those things you'll be putting on your profile originally when you sign up for the app so therefore you will no longer receive any notifications if it doesn't require if it's not in your requirements so it's uh, it's very easy for you to be able to find food that you are able to eat i think that's very important now that people can cater Um, what type of diet that they have to what type of food they can pick up. I think that's huge. Uh, Another aspect that I could see um, potentially being a problem, what if people wanted to grab more than one? Is there some sort of way of limiting that? Yeah. um, Actually, how it's working right now, it's going to be one student per day. So therefore, no one is able to actually take all the food for themselves. This is basically to alleviate food hungry within all students, not to make sure that one student gets a whole bunch of meals for that week. So I would definitely just say that it's it's been already tailored to have one student per day be able to pick up that food, and it will you will no longer be able to pick up the food if you've already had a meal that day. So therefore, it just alleviates that person and other people that aren't able to get that food are able to get it. Yeah, it's excellent seeing this initiative and how you've come up with this idea to serve not just one group of students, but all students that are there on campus. I think that is huge. Um, One aspect that I remember in our conversation, you talked about how you go to food pantries a lot. You grew up uh, in high school and middle school going and serving at food pantries. How does that experience back in middle school and high school really influence this curfew app? Yeah, you know, it just always started when, even in high school, I was always trying to do anything I can to be able to help, you know, with food banks, food pantries, anything like that, giving centers, uh, anything I can do to be able to make an impact within, especially out this community and in the world in general, I want to do. Uh, and actually tomorrow we have a, in Nelsonville Middle School, we're actually giving away turkeys for Thanksgiving and I will be there uh, the same representing curfew, you know, doing anything I can to make an imprint. And I will be, I'll be there tomorrow actually giving people, giving some turkeys out. I'm excited. 
That's special. Getting involved in the community. And I've seen multiple ways that you've had, not only through this curfew app, but also you were recently um, at the Athens Intermediate School uh, giving a chance for students to kind of hear you go and read to them. I think that is really great that you've done that. Could you uh, describe a little bit about that experience? Yeah, I mean, it was was super exciting. I always try to do everything I can. Once a year, I try to go into the middle school and read to the kids a little bit and just try to make sure that generation is just be able to get as great as they can. Uh, I always want to make the generation better than us, of course, and, you know, anything I can do to be able to speak to them, you know, encourage them uh, and read to them, I would love to do, and I do it every time. And then furthermore, with Nelsonville uh, coming up tomorrow, is that something where a lot of players on the team are also going to be coming with you as well? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm fortunate to have a, you know, a pretty good impact on the team. So me being a captain, uh, I was able to speak out and tell to a couple people on the team, and they're going to be following me tomorrow. So we're going to have a pretty good fan base of OU football players be able to help some students out tomorrow. I love that. And I'll say this, just from a fan perspective and also from just a person in the community perspective, Whenever you're on the football team, it means a lot more than just being the guys that are athletes out there on the field. You guys are leaders in so many different ways. When we see one of you guys step up, we see somebody in their jersey or just see somebody out on campus. It just means so much to us when we see people standing up like that. I uh, think about uh, Kai Caesar um, during the protest that happened on campus, for mm-hmm. example, when he uh, gave a speech about that. And it's just we look up to you guys in so many ways. So to see that you are taking your position of leadership and pouring into the community, that's going to make so many people that are in this community want to pour into the community themselves as they grow up, as they get older. It makes me think, Bryce, was there anybody in your lifetime, whether that was back in high school, back in middle school that was that leader for you and kind of made you want to be that leader when you got to this point yeah uh you know it's i would just say it's been you know a domino of a whole bunch of people in my life Uh, i've been fortunate my father has always been the one i've been always to watch and look at and be able to understand that that's the right way to go and that's how to lead people and things like that and when i was coming here to ohio university kai caesar julian ross you know cam odom we have a lot of guys that just came through this program that really did it the right way. And I was just super fortunate to be able to listen and be able to just be a sponge and soak all everything up I could. And uh, hopefully I'm going to try to be better than they can. Yep, see, that's already the great culture. You're getting to see that on full display where it's that culture where you want to be have the next generation be better than you. Not in the fact that, oh, okay, we're trying to usurp each other, but just say that they can continue building on the foundation that's there. You have one group that sets the foundation for the culture. The next group adds another floor. The other group adds another floor. The next group adds another story to that building that keeps continuing to grow and grow and build and build until you have a phenomenal building and a phenomenal culture uh, like we do here here at Ohio University and it just makes me happy to see that from a coaching staff perspective from a student perspective it's buy-in universally it's from the fan perspective too where everyone's buying in and believing in the program and it's fantastic uh, to really see how this really shows itself not only in the volunteer work that you do but also the effort on the field the leadership and the inspiration for the next group of Bobcat football players and just Bobcat fans in general you know what's the number one thing I see when I'm an on-field MC I see a whole group of kids that are lined up to give high fives to you guys as you guys run through the tunnel Uh, could you describe to me that experience yeah you know it's, it's an amazing experience I never really truly understood Uh, the impact that I make on little kids' lives and um, just truly understanding that anything, just saying hi, just shaking their hand, giving them a high five before going out to the game, that made their whole day. Um, And just doing those little things like that can help make a huge difference on a kid's life. 
That's right. That's right. It really is. It's one of those little things where it's like, okay, I mean, it's just a high five. No, no, it's going to be in the world. They're never going to forget that that moment. And I always love it when the kids are there because this is like some of the best times of their lives that they're going to have. They'll think back to these times as the good old days, so Mm -hmm. to speak, where we have a bunch of kids hitting the gritty behind me like they're (laughs) Jamar Chase. Uh, And it's just a fun thing to see that happen and to see everybody trying to give high fives or tossing the football around on the hills. It just makes me think back to my old days, like playing football um, during the varsity football games growing up in New Albany. We go to New Albany game and they had the grass fields around them. Mm -hmm. Um, And funny enough, since you went to Olentangy Orange, I'll say this story. My friend Anthony, uh, he tried to ask out a cheerleader from Olentangy Orange. And to put this in perspective, Uh she was in high school. He was in middle school at the time. Uh, So it was tough. It was tough. It was definitely tough. It was definitely tough. But it's just those types of memories, the fun that you have or will really resonate with people for such a long period of time. It is really awesome. But it's nice to get to talk a little bit about just some of the things that you've done off the field. And I'm excited for the next segment where we'll talk about connections on campus and the way that you've gotten to resonate more with the Bobcat students here and there. But you're listening to Bryce Houston. He's joining me on the show on the Sports Fan on Mix 97.3970. W-A-T-H. Here's what's going on. It's that time of year when we come together to express gratitude and extend kindness to those in need. On Giving Tuesday, November 28th, you have the opportunity to make a real impact in the lives of fellow Bobcats. Cat's Cupboard, our food pantry, currently supports 1,030 bobcats and their dependents with 3,746 food pantry visits. The need is real and every contribution matters. Mark your calendar for Giving Tuesday and join us in supporting Cat's Cupboard. Your generosity ensures that no bobcat goes hungry during this season of giving. Can't wait until November 28th? You can make a difference right now by giving early. Remember, every contribution counts. Thank you for being there for your fellow Bobcats. Let's make this Giving Tuesday one to remember. Let's pack Paycor Stadium with orange and black on Sunday, November 26th at 1 p.m. when your Cincinnati Bengals take on our AFC North Division rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the game you don't want to miss. It's going to be loud. It's going to be intense. The jungle needs to roar with Bengals fans to give our team a huge home field advantage over the Steelers. Don't wait. Inventory is extremely limited. Go to Bengals.com for tickets today. The Bengals-Pittsburgh Steelers game is presented by third bank welcome back to the sports fan on 970 wath 97.3 and i am joined by bryce houston bobcat linebacker and this has been a great show so far we've talked a little bit about just your career as a football player we moved on to talk a little bit about the curfew app and then we're going to move on to the connections on campus as a student but before we get to that um with the curfew app when does this app plan on launching is it already out now or is there going to be a main point where we should expect it yeah so uh as i'm working on my mba right now i will be officially um it'll be ready uh by may but it won't be officially ready to launch until august uh i'm going to want to for that new class of freshmen to be the first students that are able to get it yeah it'll be there just in time for them and i know there's so much 
that goes into building an app like this? I know that it takes more than just one person. It usually takes an entire crew, an entire community um, that really bring a variety of different skills. So who's going to be in your circle to help develop the Curfew app? Yeah. Um, so I've been super fortunate. Uh, I have one good buddy of mine uh, who's also kind of my colleague with this, but it's actually all kind of just both of us right now. Uh, we've been focusing on working with a computer science program. I've actually spoke to the dean of the computer science program. I pitched them on my app. I pitched them on my idea, and they actually had to be able to make an app for an existing company for their capstone project for their senior year. So I was super, super excited uh, to hear about that, and I asked him would he ever be interested in working with a startup company, of course. And he said yes, and I pitched it to the students. So I've actually been having two groups of students, about five people, uh, working on this about twice a week. We meet once a week, and they're actually completely making this for me. So um, it will be due like when they're when they're seen when their senior year is over in May. Uh, it will be officially ready, and then we're going to take some kinks out, and we're going to make sure it's all ready to go by August. See, it's great seeing like all the different cogs in this app and how it's going to all come together and really benefit not only that freshman class that's going to be there, but also the current freshmen that are there right now, current sophomores, current juniors, people who will be graduate students or anybody in the area that can really benefit from that. I think it's going to be fantastic. Anything else on the curfew app that you want to hit on that we haven't talked about yet? Yeah, um, I would just say, basically, um, I'm also going to be talking to MBA students, MSA students, anybody, uh, resident halls, as well as anybody that's able to have um, uh, OUID is going to be able to be involved in this app. So this is basically for anybody and everybody that's able to get access to this food. Once again, Curfew Good Eats, No Receipts, started by Bryce Houston and will help to solve food insecurity among students at Ohio University, bringing a great option. Speaking of students at Ohio University, though, um, we talked a little bit about how you have a friendship with Max Brunke. He does a lot of the photography over at the football games, as well as hosting some of our shows here at the radio station. Uh, How have you gotten to connect with some of the media members here on campus? Yeah, um, I've just been super fortunate to where they've kind of wanted to reach out. They want to get involved uh, and talk to me a little bit. And I'm always willing to talk to anybody uh, that would be willing to talk to me. I'm super excited uh, about all the media people and just everyone that has been involved in far as media, broadcasting, things like that. Um, and I've just been super fortunate to talk to them and just be able to pick their brains and, you know, be a good friend. And I'm super happy about it. Yeah, he did a whole post, I know, that day where he was really shining a light on you for how great it's been to get to work with you, not only just as a photographer, but also just as a media member, conducting interviews, doing all the type of work that's needed. And you've been nothing but a class act for helping us to be able to tell everybody about you, tell everybody about your story and tell everybody about the Bobcats. Um, One thing, though, I'm sure a lot of people are curious about is how does the student life kind of coincide with being an athlete on campus as well too that's something where i know growing up people who are athletes they go to james hall that's the living uh, experience for your first two years here at Ohio university no matter what and then sometimes it could be a struggle to connect with a lot of the other students on campus just because with athletes you guys are practicing all the mm-hmm. time um there's a such a big time commitment to play football at this school so could you shed some light on what it's like being an athlete on campus and trying to interact with other students too yeah uh, i would just say is no don't be a stranger 
uh, that's my biggest biggest takeaway is don't be a stranger in anybody. Uh, always be a smile and always be someone that is able to make somebody smile, be able to talk to somebody. You're never bigger than what you think you are. And I people always say, you know, you're Bryce Houston, you do this, that, and the third, but I'm I'm just Bryce. I'm the same old guy that I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and, you know, we're the same type of people, you know what I'm saying? I just am fortunate to play the game of football. And I would just always say is, you know, just be a sponge. Everybody's able to teach you something. And I've been super fortunate to learn from a whole bunch of people here at Ohio University that I never feel like I would be able to enter be able to get talked to and get to know if I were to be stuck up and I were to just be on my football field and not be able to get involved with the community. So just don't be a stranger and always be the one to be able to shed light on a situation. That's an important piece of wisdom right there for any students that are listening right now. That's a big takeaway to have where there's so much you can soak up and so much you can absorb and learn from the people that are around you, especially when you go to a high school, go to a college, any place of learning. It doesn't end in the classroom it continues outside of it as well too from all the conversations you have from all the networking that you do from every experience that you have you really learn a ton uh from that as well so i think it's really important piece of advice there and just important for people to know like they see you in the community just be able to come up and say what's up say hi i know that people will sort of be awestruck when they see oh my gosh star bobcat linebacker price houston is there oh my goodness but i think it's really great to be approachable in that way and i think 100 percent you are very approachable to get to talk to and just get to learn a lot from i already felt like i've absorbed a lot of wisdom just from getting to speak with you for not only our first meeting but also right here on this hour-long show uh but yeah it's been great just getting to hear about everything that you're working towards off the field um there is some things though that the football team is working towards on the field mm-hmm. uh eight and three on the season mm-hmm. and now getting to go into the final matchup of the year your first or last regular season game against the akron zips what really stands out about akron on film so far this week yeah you know i would just say they're a, they're a really good football team i i don't understand that um I understand that their record doesn't exactly explain uh, their success, but they're a great team. And, and I would say any team in action, uh, if you're not able to play and you don't bring your A game, then you're able to get beat. Um, it's a tough league, and I understand that they, you know, they have their bumps and stuff, but we're, we're excited to get to play them, and we know that it's going to be a good challenge for us. It certainly is. Maction play. We kind of see the max season in two different chapters. You have your early part of it where it's on a Saturday, and then you got the Maction part of it on a weekday. Is there any difference between uh, playing Mac games on a weekday than playing them on a weekend in your eyes? Uh, I would definitely. Uh, I mean, it first starts with class. Uh, understanding that, for example, like when we went to go play Buffalo, we were in Buffalo, New York, playing a Tuesday night, and I had a 9 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday morning. So we got up bright and early um, and got ready and got to class. But, you know, just, of course, understanding the schedule is going to change a little bit. Uh, now that you're going to be playing on Wednesdays, you're going to be practicing on Saturdays, um, and you're going to be having your off day on like a Thursday. So it's it's a little weird, a little bit different. Sometimes I mess up my schedule as far as understanding what day of the week it is. Uh, but at the same time, I'm just super grateful to be able to have the opportunity to be able to play on TV and have my family back at home and all over the country be able to watch me. So I'm just super grateful for it, to be honest. Yeah, all of Bobcat Nation appreciates the fact that we can always watch the game um, on any of the weekdays 
days because it's always on national television national television and then also you can sometimes match it up where you can put russ eisenstein's like radio call over top of like the tv overlay so it kind of creates like the perfect bobcat viewing experience uh in that sort of instance but it's really great to see the uh, midweek matching games plus it's just so marketable that's the way that mac markets themselves to everybody i got friends that go to mississippi state i got friends that go to school down south or out west and they all know about matching because of the way that they market it but i can imagine on a weekday that could be a little bit odd having to play on a tuesday because it might feel like it's a saturday i think uh tuesday and wednesday night games the last time i would have had that would have been like middle school football was it like that yeah uh... i was about to i mean it's definitely been a complete change um as far as you know just understanding your schedule understanding that you may have to do homework at different times. Just the whole different different aspect of school and you know college. Just understanding that balance is really really important with midweek games. It certainly is. So, how does that sort of affect that balance when you have it in the middle of the week? What steps do you have to take to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row? Yeah, uh, just as far as just first start be proactive. Uh, I will always be proactive with letting my professors know that I'm not going to be in class because I'll be traveling. I'm going to be moving different types of things. So I'm not going to be able in class as well as be able to make sure I'm stepping, I'm still up on my schoolwork. Uh, and, you know, just the biggest thing I would say is just understanding your schoolwork is going to change a little bit and to be proactive with that and understand that, you know, it's perfectly capable of getting it done. It's just you have to get it done beforehand and understand you can't do it right before the game because you're going to be going to be struggling that's right that's right not to mention um you'll have interviews afterwards i'd guess and also the recovery um and trying to get back to your uh grade a shape at the end of the game Mm -hmm. as well too so with this week coming up against acker and i know thanksgiving is over the span of that as will happen on thursday the game for if you're um getting sure to try to watch after thanksgiving that's coming up on friday at noon uh you can listen to it on pure rock 105 with russ eisenstein and rob cornelia as well as Marty Bannister on the pregame show. And then also you can watch it on CBS Sports Network. That's noon on Friday. But how does Thanksgiving really impact this game week? Is that going to affect any practice schedules? Uh, What part does that holiday play? Yeah, uh, to first start, um, unfortunately, I won't be able to go home for Thanksgiving. Uh, But it's always okay. It's bittersweet because I get to play one more final game. But uh, as first start, yeah, um, you're not able to go home for Thanksgiving. Um, and, you know, just understanding that nobody's here because it's Thanksgiving break. So you have a little bit more free time. You have a little more time on your hands to be able to watch more film, catch up on your opponent, um, and really try to better yourself during this time. Um, and I'm just super fortunate, and I think a lot of people on the team are fortunate to have this week off. Um, even though it's Thanksgiving, we understand that. And the team always tries super hard to do something for Thanksgiving. Coach Alvin does a great job with doing something as far as, you know, a uh, teams giving, you know, type of thing. Okay. So um, it's super grateful. He's done a great job with it. And unfortunately, I haven't been Thanksgiving back home in like four, four or five years. So it's kind of, it's kind of natural to me. And it's kind of normal to me at this point. So uh, none too crazy. Yeah, I know that speaks a lot to the sacrifice that maybe a lot of people when they're watching their TVs at home don't understand is behind playing football and being a collegiate athlete. That's a big time commitment, but also times where you have to be away from family sometimes on holidays, whether that's a bowl game that aligns with Christmas or New Year's or whether that's a final week of the season game that lines up with Thanksgiving. I know the timing can be very difficult for that, Mm -hmm. um, but I really appreciate the sacrifice that you do. I want to make sure we give credit where credit is due for 
for the entire team for making that decision and making that sacrifice. But you talked about the teams given. Um, you've gotten to do that a couple years in mm-hmm. a row. What is that like? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Uh, we all get to, you know, come around. We go hang out with each other for a little bit, eat some turkey, eat some, you know, stuffing and things like that. And um, I would just say Coach Alvin just does a great job with just always trying to make sure that um, even though we're not with our family, he tries to make our team our family. And I do truly believe that this is a family in our team. Um, and so it's it's been an amazing time, always doing thing Friendsgiving. We always go to the OUN, always just always get together and, you know, eat some turkey and hang out a little bit. So uh, I don't know if it's as good, but at the same time, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm glad it's like a little slice of home where there's that experience where you guys are all family. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that a lot in the first segment today where you got family between all the teammates that you've gotten to meet throughout the years and mm-hmm. gotten to be on the same visiting day as with and roommates and all of that and then go through multiple seasons as well, too. I think that is really huge to have that connection so it's been impressive uh to get to hear about how you guys still are able to celebrate those holidays while maintaining that practice schedule for coming up or a game coming up in the case of this akron zips matchup you talked about film study how do you approach film study yeah uh i mean at first i start i put myself in the play of course i understand what um, i look at the play i look at what we're going to probably be calling uh, as well as what the offense is going to be giving us and i just put myself in the play um, I imagine myself making a play. I imagine what our defense is going to be doing in this situation. Um, if I have questions, I'll ask questions. I'll text my coach and I'll ask some questions. And um, I really just break down tendencies of the offense, things that I can be able to pick up on to help our other teammates, help teammates around me be successful that aren't exactly looking at those things. Yeah, it's a big part of film study. It's all about those tendencies and trying to figure out those numbers. Is there any other people as well within OU that sort of help to uh, figure out those tendencies alongside your own film study? Yeah, uh, the coaches do a great job uh, with always helping. They they look at film more than we do. We could ever imagine. Uh, they do a great job. We have a tremendous staff on the team, and I would just say that they do a great job and you know helping us get better and getting us prepared. That's right. That's really important um, all throughout the season, too. Just approaching every single week, uh, coming up to an 8-3 and three record. And you've really gotten to feel like the success, the ups and the downs, the valleys, and then the peaks as well, too, throughout your career. Of course, the uh, two years ago, 3-9, and nine, and then flipping that record essentially on its head and yeah. going 10-3 and three the year after. How did it feel having that adjustment over the span of time, um, being able to go from a three and nine to a ten and three? Yeah, um, I would just say um, it was a lot. Um, I've been super fortunate to be a captain for all three of these years. Right. Uh, so I, my first year being a captain, we were three and nine, and uh, a lot of people are looking at me for because I'm me being the leader of the team. People were looking at a lot of answers, and people want a lot of answers from me, and I didn't exactly have them. And at the same time, as just being consistent, being that consistent face that always we're going to either lose or win, um, is always coming back, coming ready to work. And I think that was the one that really resonated with the team. They always understood that whether we're losing games or we're winning games, Bryce is going to be the one that comes to work and he's going to come be, be ready to go. So that kind of just resonated with the 10-4 and four season. We understood that that was something that was never, ever something that we ever wanted to be a part of ever again. And me, I've never really been a part of a losing program that serious as far as high school, middle school, like ever before. So that was something that I've never been really satisfied with. So, you know, going into that next year, we always just knew anything we did from that Syrian 9 offseason, we need to top that, if not go way beyond 
what uh, than we could ever expect for this upcoming season. And we've been super fortunate to have an amazing season this past year. And now it's just kind of like, what can we do on that to be able to build to be better than we can before? Um, and it's just a continuing climb, like we always like to say, you know, be able to stack up on each other, be able to stack events, stack uh, stack days, stack things like that to be able to get better and better each day. And that's what I kind of try to bring. Yeah, stack days might be one of my favorite phrases in sports because when I worked in baseball throughout the summer, that's always what it was about, stacking days. Can we mm-hmm. stack days? Can we stack good starts? Can we stack wins? Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing how that goes in every single sport that works in basketball, works for football, because everything builds. Everything you do in the non-conference, everything you do in conference play, everything you do during the winter, everything you do during the summer, mm-hmm. it all builds to the moments that are going to happen in the key inflection points throughout the season. We'll take our final break. When we come back, we will talk about one last aspect of your football career, the final regular season game mm. at Peden. We have that and our last bit of a preview against Akron. When we come back on the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Game the Bobcats close out the regular season Friday as they visit Akron. The ball is gone. Back to the end zone. Beat this baby green and white. Our coverage begins at 11 a.m. on your home for Bobcats football. The Ohio Sports Network from Learfield. Thinking of buying a home? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency can help. We have programs designed to help make home ownership part of your future. The Ohio Housing Finance Agency's Ohio Heroes, Grants for Grads, and Your Choice Down Payment Assistance programs are all designed to help make purchasing a home affordable. To learn more, visit myohiohome.org. Sponsored by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Welcome back to the Sports Fan, brought to you by JNK Contracting. I'm your host, Cedric Granger, alongside Bobcat linebacker Bryce Houston, joining me today. We've got about eight minutes left on the show, and we'll jump in to our final topic for today. What was it like playing at Peden Stadium for the final time? You've had a great career here as a Bobcat, over 100 tackles just this season alone. Um, two interceptions this year, and then also a touchdown last year. I remember against Fordham where mm-hmm. I lost everything. I was going crazy up there <laughs> on top of the roof of the press box after that play and that crazy back and forth affair. But what did it mean to you to play at Peden Stadium one more time in the win against Central Michigan? Yeah, it, I mean, it was meant everything to me, basically. Um, I knew that basically my entire career here at Howard University was going to come down to this night and this moment. And I was just super excited and super fortunate to be able to put on a show for the fans. Uh, I was able to make some plays, a couple of them got called back, but I'm, I'm super excited to still be able to at least make an impact to where they're always going to remember my name, Bryce Houston, uh, coming out of Peden Stadium. 
That's right. That's right. And I think another thing that was interesting is that senior night wasn't on the same day as the last home game. Mm-hmm. Usually that tends to be the same, but I know over the last couple of seasons they've made it usually the last Saturday game of the year so that everybody's families can come out a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was it like to get in a walk um, on senior day with your family on that final day? Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, just truly seeing you know the people that I was able to come out with, people that people that are able to come with me as my senior class. Uh, it was just truly a truly incredible moment seeing Coach Albin, Miss Cromer. Uh, as well as Miss Gonzalez be out there, you know, be able to give us a hug and be able to say congratulations on your amazing career. Um, it was a really surreal moment because I've never really thought about this, you know, time at Ohio University ending. So, you know, just seeing how that is all to come come to a close and, you know, such in a such great way, uh, I'm super happy about it. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Julie Cromer, athletic director at Ohio University and President Gonzalez, of course, President at Ohio University. Um, and with this, now you get to go into your final regular season game coming up this Friday, um, last one of the season. And then there's been a lot of regular season memories. And the good news is it's not the final game. There is a bowl game right. that is coming up. Uh, what are some of the emotions going into this one? Yeah, uh, it's just the last one that, that was the last reason, regular season game. Uh, it's just a truly last representation of the season. And I'm just super excited to put on the pads one more time with these guys and um, not one last time, but one last time for this regular season, uh, and just to make one one last impact on the MAC, and just let everybody know in the MAC that you know Bryce Houston's one of the best linebackers, especially here in the MAC. That's right, Bryce. And I think one thing where we can relate as both being seniors is that uh, there's a lot of last mm-hmm. in this season, where mm-hmm. it's like you'll remember the last time facing this team, last time getting prepared for this specific week, last time having a bye week, last time having a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, with the team. Uh, for me, it was like last Athens game, mm-hmm. last this game, last getting the call time, getting to call field hockey, last time getting to call volleyball for OU. Right. Um, so you just kind of have those check boxes that are there, but. One important part to me was always just enjoying the ride. Do you feel that you really gotten a chance to do that throughout yeah. this last year? Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's something that I, I always wanted to make sure I never had any regrets about the senior year as far as my entire college career. I just never wanted to have any regrets. Uh, I never wanted to say I never went hard enough. I never wanted to say I didn't do what I could. I didn't want to ever have any type of time where I look back and I'm like, man, I could have done a little bit more for Ohio University. I wanted to juice, use every single uh, ounce of juice I can here, um, and I'm going to put all my blood, sweat, and tears here in this program, and I'm super happy that they're thankful for me. That's right. We have a lot to be thankful for. Every Bobcat fan on Thanksgiving break, make sure that you uh, take some time to be thankful for Bryce Houston for what he's <laughs> done uh, throughout his football career and what he's doing off the field for the Athens community. Now, something a little bit of fun, a bowl game experience. You get the bowl game coming up after this matchup against yeah. Akron. Is there a specific city or a specific bowl that you got your eye on? Yeah, I mean, I would love to go to Florida. Uh, <laughs> I would love to go somewhere with some water, uh, Florida, Myrtle, you know, somewhere warm. I'm not really trying to go to the quick lane. I'm not really trying to go to Detroit. Um, you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm always grateful. We're always grateful to be at a bowl game. But at the same time, I want some warm weather a little bit and some water would be great. Yeah. How was uh, Arizona last year? Yeah. I mean, it was nice. I mean, it was warm. I didn't see much water, but uh, <laughs> it was warm. It was really nice. Um, we were able to play some golf, really hang out with a lot of people. It was a beautiful city, a uh, beautiful place. And we were just super grateful to be even be out there and just hang out with you know, I've never been actually, I've never been to Arizona. So that was the first time I was actually ever out in Arizona and I would go back. I would for sure go back. And I, 
Um, and now has encouraged me to maybe look out and go into Tucson or something. Yeah, you got to travel the world in a way, or travel at least the United States yeah. throughout this uh, time with Ohio, because not only got to go out to Arizona, you had the San Diego trip at the beginning, too. Come on now. Uh, Come on now. Was, back to back with Florida, too? <laughs> it was nice. uh, I'm not going to lie, I might have been a little jealous. <laughs> it was, I was very nice. I was very happy. We were from California to Boca Raton. I mean, it was a great, it was a great experience. Yeah, it seems like it's been a very holistic, fantastic experience of getting to play in a great era of Bobcat football, going for back-to-back 10-win seasons. Mm -hmm. Chance for that um, as you guys match up against Akron. Once again, that's 12 o'clock p.m. coming up on Friday. You can listen on Pure Rock 105, our sister station with Russ Eisenstein, Rob Cornelius on the call for that one. And of course, if you want to tune in on TV, nationally televised spot, 12 o'clock CBS Sports Network for the Bobcats matchup against the Zips. And then stay tuned uh, for over winter break or over that Christmas sort of season uh, where the Bobcats will have their bowl game announced as they try to go for 10 wins once again. But Bryce, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me right here on the Sports Fan. It's been an absolutely fantastic show. We talked a little little bit about uh, just your football career. We moved on to talk a little bit about the curfew app, your connections on campus as a student, and then previewing the upcoming game against Akron. You've made such a big impact on this school and on this community as a whole. So it's great to just get to learn a little bit about that. Awesome. I thank you so much for letting me have here, come out here and talk to you a little bit today. Of course, of course. But once again, thank you all for listening in to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. We'll have a little bit of time off as we go into Thanksgiving giving break but we'll come back nice and strong next week as we'll talk everything whether it's bobcat football buckeye football the nfl we got you covered with every topic so of course my friend carl blaylock he's got you covered with mid-major college basketball as well too what a great time to be a sports fan but i want to wish you all a happy thanksgiving thank you for tuning in on the sports fan